It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Bill Rossetti with you guys here on a Wednesday. Hope you guys are having a good week. And hope you guys have kind of settled down from what was the obviously shocking but surprising news. Or, I should say, surprising but not as stunning news. The kind of expected news that we figured was going to happen on Tuesday. And we'll just jump right into that of course the big news from tuesday is that it is officially the end of an era in carolina as the panthers officially released quarterback cam newton on tuesday the team made the announcement official tuesday and was even on the official transaction wire on tuesday so it is official official cam newton no longer a carolina panther it's Still still kind of crazy to think. It's just so weird. All these quarterbacks now are are on different teams and it it just must, it's just that weird year, I guess. You know, different quarterback you know, longtime quarterbacks with one team now going elsewhere. Cam Newton's just the latest on that list that it's gonna we're gonna be like, wow, it's gonna be weird to see him in insert team here uniform. Um, as it turns out, the Panthers, of course, did try to trade Cam Newton to a couple of teams, specifically the L.A. Chargers and the Chicago Bears, but neither team budged. Um, certainly, we know the Bears obviously made their choice. They acquired Nick Foles from the Jaguars to come in with Mitchell Trubisky. And there have been reports that have said that the Chargers are pretty content with Tyrod Taylor as their starting quarterback. Now we'll see obviously if they go out and draft a quarterback, but they've said or reports have said they're content with Taylor. So the Panthers couldn't find an offer and it just got to the point where we expected them. And we talked about this before. It's tough to becomes difficult to try to trade a player when other teams just know that you're going to release him anyway. And that's exactly what happened here. But, um, so it ends up being that the Panthers, of course, we knew they were going to save about $19 million, I think it was, against the cap because they were he was set to count about $21 million against the cap. Only leaves $2 million in dead money, but um, that it just continues to grow that, that dead money number. I'm actually looking at it right now on over the cap. The Panthers are now, according to over the cap, at about $36.5 million in dead money they've got about 9.8 million and about 9.6 million from matt khalil and trey turner respectively so it's crazy to think matt khalil who hasn't played for the panthers in a couple of years uh is still counting dead money against the panthers and then trey turner of course all that all that remaining signing bonus accelerated to this year by trading him to the chargers and then they've got Five million in dead money from releasing Eric Reed, three point seven million from Greg Olson, 
about three and a third million from Dontari Poe, two million now from Cam Newton, one and a half million from Mario Addison, about six hundred sixty-six thousand from Jarius Wright, four hundred thousand and change from Rashawn Golden, and two hundred thousand from Colin Jones. And this actually doesn't even actually let's add this too quick. This doesn't even factor in Luke Keekley who has about 11 million I think in dead money. So he uh so he's added onto the table as well. So actually the Panthers have about what 47 million. Let's actually go to the uh, over the cap calculator and cuz they haven't even put this in yet so we'll just put cut because he uh since he retired so we're looking at you know all that dead money now that that was about 11 million i believe in uh dead money or 12 million dollars so you're looking at 58 so you might as well say close to 50 million dollars now in in dead money which is Unbelievable. I guess it's not official. Maybe that's why he's still on, on the list here. But uh, you factor that in. Even with that, the Panthers are sitting at about twenty-five million dollars in salary cap, uh, with with Cam Newton being gone, and even if you add in Luke Keekley being cut on the, on the calculator here, because it does have Teddy Bridgewater in here as well. Again, Bridgewater, of course, will count fourteen million against the cap in 2020. The biggest cap hit is K1 short at about 19 and a half million and then Russell Okun counting a little over 13 million. And those are the only three guys right now that are counting more than 10 10 million dollars against the salary cap. Well, let's kind of reminisce on the career that was of Cam Newton. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Obviously, Cam Newton's going to go down as one of the greatest quarterbacks in the short history. I mean, you know, in the grand scheme of things, they are still a, a young franchise. They've only been around 25 seasons. But the, Cam Newton will obviously go down as one of the greatest, if not the greatest quarterback up to this point in the history of the Panthers. Uh, he leaves... As the Panthers' all-time leader in a number of categories, including passing yards with over 29,000, 182 passing touchdowns, pass attempts, pass completions, 300-yard games, rushing touchdowns with 58, and 68 wins as the starting quarterback. Uh, in their official press release, Marty Herney said, quote, Cam has meant a lot to this organization in the Carolinas. Everyone saw his performances on the field. I had the privilege I had the privilege of seeing how hard he worked off the field and his commitment to this team when no one was watching. He's the ultimate competitor and it physically hurts him to lose. He willed this team to victory on many occasions 
and will always be considered one of the greatest players in the history of this franchise. His contributions to this team, this community, and the game of football will leave a lasting impact on our organization, unquote. Newton, of course, AP NFL MVP and AP Offensive Player of the Year in 2015. He was the first player in franchise history to become AP NFL MVP. And that, of course, was the year he led the Panthers to the 15-1 regular season uh, and also became the first player in NFL history with at least 30 passing touchdowns and 10 rushing touchdowns. He had 35-10 and 10 in that season and, of course, helped lead the Panthers to the NFC Championship and a spot in Super Bowl 50 where they, of course, fell short against the Denver Broncos. He made the Pro Bowl three times including his rookie year of 2011, as, of course, he became the first player in NFL history to pass for 4,000 yards and rush for 500 yards in a single season. He had set the quarterback passing record when he threw for over 4,000 yards, uh, set the NFL single-season record for rushing touchdowns by a quarterback with 15. And he leaves Carolina after 125 career regular season games, and 124 starts, including, and he also added seven postseason starts. He leaves Carolina with a starting record of 68 wins, 55 losses, and one tie. And he has a 3-4 and four record in the postseason. And then they also posted a video as well, uh, just thanking Cam Newton. So, end of an era... Like, like I said, cr just crazy to think that it, it's officially official that Cam Newton is no longer a Carolina Panther. You know, never really thought, like I said, even with kind of knowing, or at least having that seed planted in me that the Panthers had interest in Teddy Bridgewater, still never really thought, you know, because if you've been following the podcast, you know that my thought has always been, that the Panthers can run for one year with Cam Newton in 2020 and then move on with whatever quarterback, if they drafted one or whatever the case may be. Now, obviously, we know or have a better idea what their plan is at the quarterback position with Teddy Bridgewater now in, and then they brought in P.J. Walker and have traded Kyle Allen. So we, we knew this day was coming that Cam Newton would no longer be a Panther, but... Like I said, if you would have asked me a few weeks ago, I still would have thought that, that that this day would have come next year, at least. Not here in uh, March of 2020, but here we are, and now it's time to figure out where Cam's next move is going to be. I think New England might be a possibility for him. Now, the question there, of course, is you know how... How confident are they in Jared Stidham? You know, would they bring in Cam Newton to, you know, kind of mentor Stidham or be the bridge to Stidham? Uh, it's, it's an interesting dynamic. And I was watching, I forget what I was watching, but someone brought up a really good point when it comes to, like, some of these veteran quarterbacks. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a really valid point, too. It's the fact that te these teams aren't really going to have an offseason program. Because, I mean, the NFL's already come out and had a, a, uh, and it's this is going to certainly affect Teddy Bridgewater a little bit too, coming to the Panthers. 
you know, he's not going to have as much time to get acclimated with, you know, his new system, his new team, things like that, because the NFL has already put out a memo saying that team facilities are pretty much going to be shut down now, except for essential employees until I think April 6th, you know, and they're going to reevaluate it then. And who knows, this stuff could still be going on past that. So the fact is, you know, these teams aren't going to have much of an off-season program, especially the ones like the Panthers, who would have had an opportunity to start their programs two weeks earlier than everybody else because they have a new head coach. But obviously with the coronavirus outbreak, everything's getting stopped. So, you know, these players aren't really able to do anything. So when it comes to players with new teams, that's obviously going to, you know, lose time in terms of, getting acclimated with your new system, getting acclimated with your new teammates, things like that. So um, it affects these veteran quarterbacks that could potentially be on the move, like a Cam Newton, like an Andy Dalton, like a Joe Flacco. And, you know, again, in, in the Panthers' sense, it affects these new guys that they're bringing in, namely Teddy Bridgewater. You know, he's losing time. And, oh, by the way, the new head coach, Matt Rule, he's not going to get a chance now to run this offseason program as fully as he would have liked to, you know, because obviously no one expected this coming, but now we have to deal with it, and, you know, so it's it's going to make for an interesting offseason how much time these, these teams actually get on the field throughout the spring and summer, and how much it's going to affect once we get to the regular season, you know, because... You, know, you still need that time, obviously. This, the, these are the times. You know, these OTAs really are where uh, are where all your schemes get implemented and installed. You know, th this is your this is pretty much like your basic training. This is where you learn everything, and in training camp, you're just kind of full go. So everything's going to be really condensed. So so again, with a guy like Teddy Bridgewater, um, how much is is that going to hurt in terms of just learning? Matt Rule's scheme and Joe Brady's scheme. So a lot to kind of take into to consideration here. But um, again, on the Cam Newton side, going to be interesting where he lands. Like we said, um, the Panthers did try to did try to trade Cam Newton to a couple teams before ultimately releasing him. They looked at the LA Chargers and they looked at the Chicago Bears. But obviously both of those teams said no. The Bears, as we know, Went out and acquired Nick Foles. Uh, the Chargers, of course, there there were reports that they're pretty content with Tyrod Taylor as their quarter as their quarterback. You know, they still could go out and draft a quarterback, um, maybe Tua, maybe Justin Herbert, Jordan Love, whatever the case may be. But um, according to reports, they are content with Tyrod Taylor. So, unfortunately, it came to the point where the Panthers end up getting no compensation. And just end up flat out releasing Cam Newton a day after getting a fifth round pick for Kyle Allen. You know, maybe the uh, the fact that teams would have had a, a difficult time getting a physical with him and wondering if he was healthy, maybe that played into it. Though there was the report from Adam Schefter that he did conduct or he, he did un undergo a physical in Atlanta, and the Panthers were around for it. And it looks like he has a clean bill of health. So he's ready to go. And we kind of figured, you know, we had said by March, 
he was hopefully going to be ready to go, and now he is. So now he's free to sign with any team. And again, it's going to be it's going to be fascinating to see what team that ends up being. Whether he does end up going, say, to the Chargers, or if he goes to the Patriots, um, it's it's going to be it's going to be really fascinating to see where where he ends up and kind of what his role is. But is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Again, so that's, the day finally came. Like I said, didn't think it'd be coming this soon, but it's finally here. Cam Newton is officially a free agent. But a, a free agent, or a guy that was a free agent that is no longer a free agent, and is now with the Panthers is former Jets wide receiver Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson, this was an interesting free agency regarding him because we thought he was going to be one of the top guys on the market, and I'm sure he felt he was going to be a top guy and it wasn't going to take him long to sign. But clearly the free agent market wasn't as strong for him as he thought it was going to be. We didn't think it was going to take about a week into into the league year for him to actually sign a deal but he does finally sign he gets a two-year deal for 20 million dollars where he'll get 12 million dollars in the first year and so he is coming now to the carolina panthers he's played four seasons so far in the nfl played all four of course with the jets has played in all but two games in those four years so Health certainly not a concern. He only missed two games in 2018. In those four years, he's caught 207 passes for 3,059 yards and 20 touchdowns. His best numbers came in 2017 when he caught 63 passes, 941 yards, 7 touchdowns. Last year, he had 52 catches, 779 yards, and 5 touchdowns. So... There, at least for now, is kind of your solid wide receiver three that the Panthers were looking for. Now, I'm starting to see on Twitter, people are starting to speculate now if the signing of Robbie Anderson means that Curtis Samuel is on the trading block. And I find that interesting um, because we've talked about how, you know, you look at this team and you think those three receivers together could be could be a pretty solid trio especially in a a Joe Brady offense but I could see I can kind of see where they're coming from you bring in Robbie Anderson who's obviously a very solid wide receiver in his own right and then they went out and they signed a couple of receivers as well in free agency like a a Seth Roberts like a Farrell Cooper like a Keith Kirkwood so you've got you've got a bunch of names now in the wide receiver department. So is Curtis Samuel expendable? 
you know, I still feel like, you know, I, I know last year was supposed to be his breakout year and it didn't happen, but obviously the Cam Newton injuries played a factor in that. The, uh, the up and down play of Kyle Allen played a factor in that. I think if they get solid, consistent quarterback play, which I think they're going to get from Teddy Bridgewater, then maybe maybe we can finally see what Curtis Samuel has. And if it doesn't work out, then, you know, maybe you look to move on. But, you know, you start to wonder now if the Panthers are really looking up and down their roster and thinking what kind of value they can get for some players. And, you know, some people might hate to hear this right now, but, and we talked about this before, but a move they might have to consider making right now is actually trading Christian McCaffrey. Because I don't think his value is going to be much higher, if at all, than it is right now. I mean, you're coming off a 1,000-yard a rushing, 1,000-yard receiving season. And we know that the longer they hold on to McCaffrey, the more that the question is just going to keep burning. Are the Panthers going to give him the big money contract? that he's obviously going to want. And if they do, is there worry that it's going to set the, the Panthers back? You know, because we've seen, obviously, some big money contracts for running backs that have not panned out well. I mean, you look at the Rams. They've now had to cut just, what, one year, I think? I think it was, what, just last year, I believe, the, the Rams gave Todd Gurley that big contract, and now all of a sudden he's been cut by the LA Rams. The Atlanta Falcons gave a pretty decent size contract to Devontae Freeman. He's now a free agent. Le'Veon Bell, you know, some might argue that he didn't live up to the big contract that he got from the Jets. Um, you know, Jerry is still out, obviously, on Zeke Elliott, uh, and we'll see what happens with Derrick Henry now that he has the franchise tag. But it's been more bad than good. In terms of players getting these uh, these or these running backs getting these big contracts, so there's obviously concern if you give McCaffrey the big contract, especially with a team that's such in limbo as the Panthers. So it might not be the worst idea in the world to trade McCaffrey and get a couple of picks for him. I mean, hell, you, you got a fifth round pick. For Kyle Allen. So you could certainly get some pretty good picks if you trade Christian McCaffrey. So, you know, I'm just throwing it out there. I'm not saying they will or they won't. I'm just saying might not be the worst idea if they trade McCaffrey. But, you know, that that's for down the line. For now, let's just kind of, uh, like, like we did earlier, just kind of reminisce and thank Cam Newton for... You know, the great moments that he provided the Carolina Panthers franchise and fan base. And, like I said, it's going to be very weird seeing him in a in a different uniform. So with that, I think we're going to get out of here. As always, appreciate the support, guys. Thank you so much. Keep it locked here on LOP. Remember to follow me on Twitter at Bill underscore Rossetti. Two C's and two T's. And until next time... Take care, my friends, and we will see you soon.
If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.